I got Chris Plant in the studio in the ATX where, bang, the, bang, ma- bang. where, where the magic happens. That was, and you know that was too loud, right? Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. No, I knew. I knew right away when I looked at you, and. <laughs> I had to pot you down, man. You got so feisty. Russ, baby, I wish you were here, man. We are having ourselves a great time. Are you guys launching like a new South by Southwest? Yeah, it's called ATX Boys Only. um, (laughs) No, it's it's called South by Southwest by West West. Um, Just sort of respecting your sort of California Mm. uh, journey that you're on. True West. The true West moment Uh, that you're living uh right now. Sam Shepard's South by Southwest, West West. West West. Mm -hmm. And um, if you want in on this, Russ, you're going to have to fucking move because Mm. you're sort of... No East in that title. There's no East. There's no North. north. Mm -mm. It's all happening right here. I mean, I got the whole... this. Port of the country I covered though, so this might just be. Kind I mean, of for a... two more weeks you do, <laughs> and then oh, I'm no. gonna be, and then we're gonna be fucking East Coast rivals, just sort of elites battling for territory control, snapping so, in the streets of New York City. What, what's the full name of the show at that point? So that sh- that show is gonna be called uh-huh. Griffin and Chris present South by Southwest by West West by Northeast, <laughs> but only. DC, not North Northeast New York City, um, because we don't want to step on any toes. By Sam That's Shepherd, my territory. By Sam Shepard presents. Thank you. Yeah, there's lots of names and lots of words in this one. <laughs> <laughs> I know the best game of the week. My name is Christopher Thomas Plant, and I know the best game of the week. My name is Russ Frushik, and I know the best game of the week. And this is the Besties, the show where we talk about the latest and greatest in home interactive entertainment. It is a video game show club, and by listening, you, my friend, are a member. And this week, we got a special one. Ooh. It's not a game. As much it's a, a game. Well, it's Bleh. not a game as much as it is sort of a booster pack. Expansion. Oh, yeah. Uh, a boss rush. Which, man, you ask me, they should have just had this stuff in the original game. <laughs> Always trying to nickel and dime us, these big AAA studios. We're talking about Cuphead, the delicious last course. Chris Plant, who is in front of me, when I yeah. touch you, tell me what it is. Okay. Touch him in the face. Oh! Touch him in his face. Okay. Um, it's, the, the, it's a DLC expansion to Cuphead. It was uh, announced in 2018, was supposed to come out in 2019. It's 2022, baby. It's yeah. finally here. Five years after the original release, we have more Cuphead. There is no platforming stages this time around. It's just, just bosses. The good stuff. Just yeah. But the there are platforms stuff. in the bosses. Let's not. There's Cuphead platforms stuff. in the bosses. Yes, it uh-huh. took them many years to make these six bosses, and we will be. <laughs> nah, just playing. It's a lot of work, but we are going to talk more about it just after this quick break. Y'all, you already know how much I love our sponsor of the week, Rocket Money. They make it so easy to get your personal finances on track, and especially stop worrying about all these subscriptions that you have that you don't necessarily need. Keep the ones you want. Get rid of the rest. Here's how it works. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. 
All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. That might sound too good to be true. I have tried it myself on multiple different monthly payments I have and it's worked, which is incredible and so much easier than getting on the phone with all these companies and trying to wrangle this yourself. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. So cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash besties. That's rocketmoney.com slash besties. Rocketmoney.com slash besties. Um, so this this expansion. I have been playing Cuphead with Henry, which oh. has been a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. That feels like a lesson in frustration. It is a yeah. We realized this yesterday. Mm-hmm. When um we 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 got a so the runaround by those frog boys mm-hmm. and uh, there was there was a lot mm-hmm. of grumpiness happening uh and so I I feel like my cuphead experience was tarnished somewhat by that but boy howdy it's like falling off a log with uh with this DLC does he get mad at you when you lose. Like, is he embarrassed for you? What's his reaction? Uh, no, he gets mad in the platforming level specifically when mm. a jump doesn't go the way that he thought it was going uh, to go and then the game is glitching or hacking him. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> which it may be. Who knows? It's 2022, you know? Privacy is not. Where did he learn those words? YouTube. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. But uh, I feel like we should tell people what cuphead originally was because there might be some people that never played it uh, sure. yeah super hard platformer with lots of boss fights that it made up sort of the majority of of the game kind of a, a mix of mega man meets gunstar heroes and a little bit of ikaruga and if you don't know any of those games oh my god that's totally okay because really the appeal is the art and the sound right yeah like imagine like say. steamboat willy but a video game but you can play it uh, and i yeah. think it was all hand drawn i think I'm I mean, that sound, that isn't, sounds right. Aren't all video games hand drawn in a wow. way? Wow. Mm, no. No. Just, they're, 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 they use a keyboard and a mouse sometimes. Well, that's your, what do you use to activate those, Chris? Your noggin. And, you know? No. Mm, You're being mm, obtuse. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Uh, so this, <laughs> this DLC uh, adds six bosses to the game on a whole new Inkwell Isle. I mm. forget how many bosses are in the original. I don't know how, how... I think it's like 20 or 30. Yeah. I don't think it's 30. That seems like way more than... But yeah, there's a lot. A and lot. also, technically, there are more than six bosses in yes, the DLC. Yes, because there's challenge... There are these like little challenge mini-bosses that yeah. you can do. Um, there's some there's a, secrets. A secret ultra boss. secret boss. Uh, but the big thing is that it adds a new character, Miss Chalice, mm. uh, who... A star. Is a star breakout star? I mean, she was yeah. in the original game as sort of an NPC, but in this one, <laughs> you can you can play as her, and she feels uh, the she she controls way different. From she has a, a dash instead of like her parry is a dash through. Right, she can double jump, and she can do kind of invisible dash to dodge. Yeah, an invincible roll uh, that yeah. you have to activate yes. on the ground, which which is which yes. takes some that move getting in particular it takes some getting used to. Yes, she also comes with an extra hit, an yes. extra hit point. Yeah, she also, I mean, she, her super abilities, which you charge up by hitting the, the boss, uh, are also different. One of them also gives you an extra, like, hit point, essentially. Yeah. Um, 
I I had heard mostly from Justin that this DLC was like super super hard, mm. uh, and that was not my experience because I found playing as Miss Chalice to be w- w- profoundly easier than playing as Cuphead or. Mother. Did you have a save file already with yes. like lots? Okay, so I think that's the key thing here is if you have a save file and you have all of the like different types of ammo already unlocked. Sure, I think this game plays really smooth. I played on Xbox. I lost my effectively lost my save file by switching over to Steam and having to play this from the beginning with nothing unlocked. Yeah. A little bit more of a eh, not a headache. It was just a, it was a, it was a harder grind. If you are coming in fresh though, you only have to like make it to the mausoleum. The, the mausoleum. Which, I think you like, can walk right to from the beginning. Okay. No, you've got to be. I, I did it myself. You yeah. have to beat a few bosses before you can do that. Okay. But but there are one bosses who are pretty. Yeah, pretty beatable. Yeah, yeah, if you can't beat that fucking carrot, good luck to you. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> the the bosses, all six of the new bosses, and the like. Uh, there's so there's like a a king in this claymation castle in the sky, which is mm. wild to see. Sort of this completely different art art style yeah. in this setting. Uh, who challenges you, challenges you to take down these like five mini bosses, each of whom sort of uh, force you to utilize Miss Chalice's different skills in different ways, using the dash parry yeah. instead of uh, what was essentially kind of a double jump parry that the... Yeah, that like he bounced off of it. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, I don't know. Between the, like, invincibility roll and the dash parry, which is a lot easier to execute yeah. than the, the the bounce parry that the other, the other boys do... Um, I I did not I did not struggle nearly as hard as I did yeah. just playing the regular game with Cuphead and Mugman uh, with with Henry. I think they intentionally they were aware of sort of the reputation of Cup, uh, Cuphead, sure, and the idea that a lot of people kind of bounced off, so to speak, the difficulty. Even though they, I think a lot of people, myself included, love the artwork, the idea that oh, I'm going to throw myself at this boss fight thirty times until I get the patterns and everything is a lot for people. So I think Miss Chalice is an acknowledgement that, hey, we want more people to experience yeah. this that maybe didn't. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's still, that being said, even with Miss Chalice, this is not an easy game. No, like, you no, will no, no. still. No, no. We're just pro gamers. Well, the boss, the thing is that the bosses are, the, all six bosses are fucking great. Like yeah. they yeah. are uh, wildly entertaining to watch, but yeah. they also uh, challenge the, the the challenge that they present is uh, varied and frantic in like the best way. Yeah, they are as good as like the best boss fights in in Cuphead. Uh, yes. the, the the original. So like all of them are firing on all cylinders. So th- so they are all still very difficult. You can also yeah. go back and play the other. You know, game, oh, yeah, with all Miss the other, with Miss Chalice, which makes some of those boss fights like pretty yeah. trivialized, um, and kind of completely changes how certain ones play, especially the parry based. Yes, of course, boss fights. Uh, yeah, I, I I agree with you, Fresh. That like I think it's an acknowledgement of how difficult the game was. I'm like kind of mixed on on all of that though, because you have a simple mode and you have a normal mode for each sure. boss, and the simple mode is a great place to like train to beat the big boss, right? But yeah. beating the simple mode doesn't give you the ability to reach the end game. You right. have to beat the game on its like traditional difficulty to see the end game, which is so weird to me when you have all these other things that seem to recognize, hey, for some players, yeah, this is too difficult. And like, I don't know. I think a lot of people are here just 
to see what the game looks like and it sounds like and it feels like. So I don't, I don't yeah. know. Having a god mode doesn't seem bad. I, re- I reviewed this for Polygon yes. and I absolutely loved it. I thought it was great. Uh, but but one thing I did mention is that it does seem just a little bit out of step with, I think, where games are at right now mm-hmm. that a pretty decent chunk of the game is locked off to people that are only able to complete it on regular mode. Yes. Mm-hmm. So like the final boss, which is probably like one of the most visually spectacular bosses in the game, you cannot see unless you beat the all the other bosses on regular mode. Right. The same was true for uh, the final bosses in the main game of Cuphead. It just seems for a game that has such a stellar art style, amazing music, amazing animation, like, you know, you talk about Henry Griffin the idea that like a kid, like realistically, like a five-year-old, six-year-old, never in a million years is going to be able to beat this on their own. Well, yeah, and, but I don't I mean, think, I, I don't know. I don't think you should make a game necessarily that, uh, you know, every game doesn't have to be made for five and six-year-olds. <laughs> yeah. But I do think even like an adult person who maybe just plays like Stardew Valley and stuff like that, like I want them to be able to experience something yeah. that's like later in the game. And it just seems like, uh, you know, a little bit, gatekeepy sure to, to some extent well uh, on to that point simple mode is still pretty pretty hard it yeah, yeah, yeah it doesn't yeah, tune yeah, down yeah. the difficulty all that much um yeah, uh, yeah my 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 only issue with the game is that um it makes playing as cuphead and mugman feel not fun anymore oh yeah <laughs> because yeah. it's it is so fun playing as miss chalice it is yeah uh you get so used to how her mechanics work that then trying to like revert to a time before that there, there's well yeah well in the, the way you play as miss chalice is you replace your charm and your charms are these like kind of special abilities with a cookie which turns on miss chalice mode effectively yeah but by doing that you effectively get rid of the whole concept of charms in the game yeah yeah like yeah you know there's not really a reason Turn off Miss Chalice. So there. Well, that, oh, well, hold on one second. Yeah, yeah. Okay. There are. I will say to counter what Griffin just said and, and Plant. There are boss fights, especially in the main, in the original game, that don't necessarily aren't necessarily designed. Certainly not designed with Miss Chalice in mind. Such that they actually play into how the parry and like double jump mechanic worked mm-hmm. with the original characters. So playing with Miss Chalice, you can actually have a real challenge uh nailing the parry attacks because of the way she parries versus mm. them so there are instances where i think it makes sense to revert and go back but um i do agree with you that generally speaking it is easier that being said if you feel like it's too easy and you are like the elite cuphead best of all time a real gamer there is a charm in the, in the dlc that you can unlock yeah that if you equip it 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 gives you one hit point in total for any boss fight. So if you get hit, you're done. And every time you fire, it changes your weapon to a random weapon yeah. that you have no control over. So for people that are really looking for the total opposite of the accessibility spectrum, uh, we we now have like ultra, ultra hard mode, which I'm sure people have already uh, speed run and yeah. crush. It but. is it is it is clever in that though, in that uh when you use that charm, if you defeat bosses with it, you charge it up and it becomes stronger. And it mm. unlocks like uh pretty pretty like broken uh upgrades for Oh, I didn't for, know that. Yeah. So so that is like a reason to 
uh, you know, it's just more Endure more it. content, more more time to like go back and, and play as, as these other characters. Did Did you all have favorite bosses? God, uh, I really liked them all. It's it, it honestly the uh, I like the fight that you do against all the bugs. There's like yeah. a, a, a fight that you do. It's one of the first ones, like the Jazz Age. Yeah, th- that one. You're in yeah. like a a jazz jitterbug ant speakeasy yeah uh, yes and you have to uh, and it has these phases that are just bonkers on this like three-tiered yeah. level like that fight in the early kirby games i feel yeah. like every kirby game has that, that <laughs> kind of fight uh it was just so much fun the the ice giant one is also fun but i can't say that one because there is a vor element to that <laughs> fight mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. and we don't want to put you in a box yeah i i, I appreciate that they're all good. Man. Yeah, I like the boss yeah. gauntlet, and, and, like the claymation castle thing. I liked a lot of those just because yeah. I love the parry. Like, yeah, I, I love when it switches from being pure like aim and shoot. I mean, it really, it's never really aim and shoot. Like it, it's kind of hold down shoot. Yeah, and dodge like hell. Well, it depends on what weapon you're using. This yeah. game also adds, I think, three new weapons. One of which became just like I never turned it off. Was the crack shot, mm. and the crack shot shoots straight forward wherever you shoot it. But after like a second or two, it just zaps toward the nearest enemy, mm. like a mm-hmm. like a homing shot. Which I think the original game had a homing shot, but this is sort of like a halfway yeah. measure homing shot, uh, and you can literally just hold down X yeah. and then focus on surviving yeah. and then just wait for the wait for the bosses to die which is yeah i think yeah. i think what's really cool about the dlc is just the idea that they knew this is going to be a very focused endeavor like again six or seven bosses and that is going to be it so we're going to make each of these like very very special whereas i think in the main game even though the early bosses are great they tend to be pretty simple yeah. like maybe they have one or two phases but realistically like there's not going to be anything like that dramatically different whereas like that the bug one that griffin mentioned starts with like a snail and then there's like a jitterbugging ant uh wasp woman that's shooting out these like waves of sound and then a giant anteater shows up and then like the phases are completely different yeah yeah completely every single phase was wild and all of them had that that like crazy moment of like oh my god i was not expecting this at all it, it gave me that same high that i i got when mortal Kombat went 3d or like dead or alive and you would punch somebody through the floor and then mm-hmm. you'd be in a totally different scene and be like oh my god yeah yeah uh yeah i i it's weird to talk about uh this dlc on this show just because it's like do you like cuphead Cause you're gonna you're gonna really mm, like this mm. if you like Cuphead. If you bounced off Cuphead, I think you also know how you're going to feel about yeah. this. Cause it, it it's it's more Cuphead. It's more Cuphead, and if if you did not uh, scale the learning curve of the original Cuphead, this you will find no no solace here. Um, I think it I think it does depend on. Like how much? How, like if you hated Cuphead the original, don't even think about it. Don't worry about it. But here, if you again found the difficulty like a little too much, but maybe you could conquer it if you had the time. Whatever it is, this does di- because of Miss Chalice dial it back slightly. Yeah, such that you might want to consider it, especially if you like adore the art style, adore the music, the presentation, everything. This kind of gives people an excuse, and it's also like. What is it? Nine dollars, eight dollars, something, yeah, something like that. Like that. 
It's also like, pretty. It's been pretty five years. Cheap. You might just be at a different place in your life. Like yeah. I, I, I think that's a huge part of this. Is like you've grown up. Well, or or the opposite. I mean, I reviewed Cuphead originally in 2017, and the thing that I wrote about then was it's actually a pretty forgiving game if you aren't in a rush. Mm-hmm. If you don't, if you don't want to rush, you can beat most of these bosses. I won't say easily, but it will teach you how to do it pretty well. Yeah. And I, you know what? I noticed it felt a little different playing it in the year 2022 with my four-year-old uh, having no patience watching me play on a Steam Deck. And yeah. like, why are you taking so long? How is it on Steam Deck? I didn't... Runs, like, you know, smooth as all. Like, runs great. Yeah, I mean, everything runs great on it. It's, yeah, it's perfect. You know? Not everything. Everything. But... <laughs> Crisis 3 has never looked better. Um, Crisis 3 is the example you pulled from <laughs> 10 years ago. I, I, I really liked it. I wish it was... I think I think you get your, your money's worth if you want to like look at it that way. But yeah. I did... It left me wanting, I want to say. I finished I it think like that's a good. few yeah. hours. It's good, but also like... I know there ain't going to be more Cuphead anytime yeah. soon. Uh, yeah. So that, that that bit was a little bit yeah. disappointing. You got but, that TV show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you can like, you know, now you have this new character. You can go back and play all the, the old bosses. You can do this like, uh, you know, broken cursed relic challenge yeah, mode. Like there's, yeah, there's, yeah. there's, there's uh, you know, it transforms the original game somewhat, but it really reminded me how much I loved Cuphead when it first came out. Mm. And... Uh, it kind of recaptured that, but just for a little bit. And then I just wanted more Cuphead, um, which I guess is, yeah, which I guess is a good yeah. thing. It doesn't overstay its welcome. It is like very, it gives you a lot of good stuff in a pretty short amount of time. Uh, and, and I certainly appreciate that. Yeah, I'm, I'm hesitant to criticize the length of wanting more because it feels like the rare video game that was like edited. Sure. Yeah. They were like, you know what? We actually don't need any of these platform levels. Like, I would love to know how much they cut over the last sure. five years. Because I, it feels like, again, knowing it took five years, it feels much more like things were trimmed rather than things were added, which yeah. I yeah, admire. It's, it's very refined. Um, um, shall we get to the second half so I can ask you all an important question? Yeah, and with that cliffhanger, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be right back. You go get a phone, you just want a phone to talk to your friends and family, you're not asking so much. Then you get these contracts and you get ripped off because they got all this fine print little details and all of a sudden they're sucking money out of your pocket like some sort of digital leech. You know, the contract may sound good uh, up front, but there's always some sort of catch. You know who's not going to do that to you? Not going to pull that nonsense? Mint Mobile. They're wireless plans. There is no catch. $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those savings directly on to you. You want to pay hundreds of dollars for, like, literal hundreds of dollars for your wireless plan? Or do you want to have a nice, easy solution save some, put the bucks back in your pocket, pay 15 bucks a month? Say bye to your overpriced wireless plan's jaw-dropping monthly bills. The unexpected overages sound familiar? To get this new customer offer and get your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash besties. That's mintmobile.com slash besties. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash besties. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. 
This episode of The Best Leads is sponsored by Aura Frames. All right, so you know there are a number of people in your life that are not necessarily the most technologically savvy. I'm sure immediately names jump to your mind. Those are the sorts of people that you would say, oh, maybe they would want a digital picture room in their house, but they wouldn't necessarily be able to like set it up and get it working and add new pictures and stuff like that. That is where Aura Frames comes in. It's a digital picture frame that allows you to basically upload any photos that you have directly to the frame. You don't need them to do any work. In fact, you could even set it all up before they even open the box. You have the account set up. You just have to connect it to their Wi-Fi. And once that's done, everything happens over the internet. So you can add new photos, you can do whatever you want, and it all works completely smoothly. I set it up for my grandmother, who's 95 years old. I set it up for my mom, who's 70 years old. And they both love their aura frames and they love seeing the pictures and new photos of the family all being added without them having to do anything. So I'd highly recommend it. I'm really, really happy with it. And right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frame with code BESTIES. That's A-U-R-A frames.com, promo code BESTIES. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, everybody, welcome back. I have a very important question. Uh, This is inspired by just a bounty of questions on our Twitter about the, let's say, anatomy of Cuphead. Yeah. Cuphead has a cup for a head. Yeah. So does Mugman. Yeah. Miss Chalice. So does Chalice. Miss Chalice. She has has Chalice Red. They all have liquid in them. So the question is, well, there's a lot of questions. One is, is the liquid part of their bodies? Interesting. So let's start there. Well, let's start with the fact that they have bodies underneath the cups, right? Oh, sure, sure, sure. So we can talk, like, we can skip over, like, circulatory systems, skeletal, Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. I think they've got all that normal stuff going on. Below the neck, neck, I think it's it's kind of, like, person-esque, Simpsons-like. Right. Right. And then they have this. And then they have the the cup and then then the head milk. Mm -hmm. It's really, yeah, the liquid is really the question. So, like, I, I don't know. I haven't watched the cartoon, but I feel like... At one point, it must be addressed where, like, someone trips and the milk spills everywhere. Are they just dead? Are they drunk? Are they, like, I don't know. Did y'all watch it? Did y'all actually watch the cartoon? No, no. No. I didn't see it. The the reviews were put me off. They're so mean. Yeah? (laughs) Wait, the reviews or the characters? The characters. I mean, the characters are a little bit mean in the game. Miss Chalice in particular is like a little devious in the game. Uh, A little bit, but in this one, Mugman and Cuphead are brothers, and they fucking just fight constantly. And they're they're bad people. Oh. And it made me not really want to watch. Henry was like stoked for this one because he likes the characters in Cuphead so much. But then these, these boys are just fucking scoundrels. So you've seen it. Does it come ever come up where the liquid gets like tossed out? I don't know. We only watched a few episodes, and it, it, it was not um, it was not appointment viewing. Sure, sure. I mean, so. I, I think you put that in the first episode, or you don't use it at all. You know what the goo is? What the goo is? Yeah, yeah. you start there because you know that that's going to be what keeps everybody entertained, or you save it for the finale. Sure, it right? is milk for the most part, but that's not the the vessel that I get milk from the sure. bottle to my mouth. Ooh. In. 
do you mm, did you you know an alien or aliens sure the, the white goo inside of the robot bodies yes do you think that maybe it's that like it's it's a robot blood cyber blood uh-huh cyber blood okay but possible. i got a follow-up question uh-huh. is the straw part of their body the straw is like a hat i think that's right a hat that goes but inside the, of your milk. your milk right inside of your important anatomy milk which is to say why would you ever put a straw hat mm. in your anatomy milk such that you're almost begging people around you to, to suck it all suck up, it up. Yeah. Well, i think it's more like a port like when you are at the hospital and you they like install oh, a port yeah. for like giving you medicine right uh, so it's like yeah. sure somebody could suck out your goo through your medical port but like is that what you call it a port <laughs> nothing you're, you're, oh your goo <laughs> can they make more of the goo um, where does, I mean, where does it I come? Mean, it has to be generated. In there's time. a baker in the DLC that implies that there's a lot yeah, of like pretty fantastical things. Bakers don't make milk. They, they, they use just, milk. They don't. Well, they use milk. Thanks, Russ. Uh, is there a is there a cow boss in the game? Well, no. Somewhere? I think you're, there is. I know, but you're like walking over the obvious answer, which is cup sex. Which is that like a child? Cup sex. There's only so, cup sex. <laughs> There's only so much. It, like when you're born, it's like your teeth, right? Where they're yes. like the same size forever. Thank you. Yes. And you're like you have your milk ready to go. Oh, but that if you lose that milk, that's it. Mm-hmm. I hate that. That's that that really makes yeah. this a, a a much more sort of high risk. Oh, okay. But what if it's like your teeth? Where there's another repository in your body with your, like, grown-up milk. So you just get two milks? You get two milks. Okay. So, like, if you spill the first milk, which is probably going to happen because you're a child cup. Yeah. Right? And then it's like, okay, here's your second milk. Better be careful. Me and Chris are both masked up right now, which uh-huh. makes this conversation we're having feel very, like, clinical. Uh-huh, uh-huh. In a way that <laughs> I'm really enjoying. Well, oh, wait, if they're like teeth, though, does that mean, oh, I think teeth might be our answer here. Because if they're like you teeth, seem really stuck on teeth. No, I, I'm, I am. If they're like teeth, you could lose all of your milk. But that doesn't like it's not like your brain, right? Like, where's you, the brain though? If it's not the this, I milk? think it's I think it's like a cup shape, okay. the brain, and then the milk. Ooh, the milk is like a natural coolant. It, that now, okay, now that's interesting. See, and you need it. Like your body, they they have evolved to need that to cool or heat. Their okay. brains, depending on, you know, the, the climate they're in. So okay. maybe sometimes it's cold. They, they have coffee. In there, right? Okay. So I was thinking about it in a oh. sort of um, uh, like a Vex milk uh, way sure, from, sure. from the Destiny games where the Vex have this white uh, sort of neural network goo mm-hmm. that, that powers them and connects them. Mm. Um, and I was thinking it was more like that in that it is the brain. The milk is the brain. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a bond, you know, uh, the, the cup people, uh, have a sort of hive mind situation, which makes them extremely susceptible to the vices that the devil, the vexes, the, no, the vices that the devil puts before Mm -hmm, them, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. like, like gambling. Mm -hmm. I guess the big question I would ask is if, and we've established that it is, if this goo is extremely important to the ongoing survival of the cup people yeah put a fucking top a on it on y'all that, man get a traveler going that's well, outrageous so here okay one more question that somebody brought up if cuphead came to you yeah. and said griffin we've been together for a long time yeah i would like you to drink my cup milk 
And I would say, are, will you die? Am I killing you? I, and I don't think I don't think they will. Okay. Because I, I I mean I agree. I want to believe it's brain juice, but I just see so much of it spill, and they seem to not be bothered by it at all. But it might also just be like a parasitic situation where then Griffin just becomes, becomes a cup. Per- yeah, I would yeah. worry about sort of my. And I don't want to be a cup person. No. I mean, I, and I don't want to sound closed minded or um or anything like that. Sure. But I like my mm-hmm. enclosed head. Right. I like the way that my head it keeps all the uh-huh. sensitive stuff in on the inside mm-hmm. of the bones. Right. Yeah, that's um, true. It's like one of Take my note, favorite people. It's one of my favorite things about me. I mean, if I had to say favorite things about you, it'd probably it, be like number three or four. Yeah, my all my important sort of face and brain stuff is in the yeah. in the ball. Oh, and even ooh, so even if so, you drank it. Yeah, and you, your head stayed exactly as it is today, right? But I have, but your brain turned into juice. Then you would just have to stay perfectly upright because if you like, if you lay down, yeah, leak right out. I mean, there's lots of re- okay, more reasons not to drink the cup. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think even if you take it in the most simple form, which is the the head, the cup head, yeah, is a, a cup shaped brain yeah. container, and they use milk and or cocoa or coffee as a coolant or heater depending on where they're at, right? Because their brain That's needs to have a match temperature. Even if you take it at that, so it's just milk and coffee, it's still going to taste pretty bad. You think so? Well, I think it's a lot of, like, cup sweat. And how long are they changing that? How often are they changing that? Well, that's, that's what the straw's for. Uh, oh! Oh, what if... Okay, so what if there's another animal that we have not met in this world that drinks the, the cup juice... When it needs, kind of, you know, like uh, those, the creatures that, like the shrimp that eat the, the skin off of whales. Sure. They have a, like a mutual relationship. Nasty, nasty shrimp. Nasty shrimp, yeah. What if there's another creature that that's why the straw needs to be there so it can drink the juice and then maybe, and then they like walk over to the cow and then the cow's like, I got to get rid of this milk. Thank goodness I have these cups perfectly shaped to yeah. suction onto my udders and it's kind of, you know, the circle of life. Yeah, so maybe the next DLC we can explore that mm-hmm. more. Yeah. Okay. I would love to see where the, where's the, H, HDMR, is that the name of the, com- where's the goo come from, guys? M-D-H something? M-D-M-D-A-M. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I definitely had it in my notes. It's Studio M-D-H-R. So I was pretty close. You're close. I read it, I read the acrostic uh-huh. the wrong way. <laughs> um, I don't have anything else to say about cup physiology. It's troubling. No matter what the like, they've made a a a really like HR gear eat your heart out. This sure. thing, this, yeah. this thing poses some existential questions that I am. It's too early for me to really. Well, dive into. if it makes you feel any better, Griffin, they find you and your physiology troubling. So, well, that that makes two of us. Um, yep. Do uh, do we have any mail? I don't. I don't know why. That, I asked that was that. kind of the mail. You know, there was a lot of questions about the anatomy. Okay. Um, but we do have honorable mentions. Hell, we, yes. Griffin, I want to hear yours first because it you is know a game what that... mine is. You all got my number, and it's mm. why I appreciate you all mm-hmm. as collaborators and friends. Sure. Uh, Neon White, I am happy to report, is 100% my shit. Mm. Um, it, do you, uh, now... I'm I'm looking back through my DMs. June 22nd is when I emailed. Uh, I DM'd you. Oh, did and I? Is that true? That is true. June 22nd, I said Neon White is 100% your shit. Yeah. 
and I described it as Ali Ali World meets Paradise Killer. Yeah, which is a good way of describing it. Uh, Thank you. Here's here's why I was worried that Neon. We've talked about Neon White as sure. like a, a first person uh, run based platformer, essentially, where you try to clear courses as fast as you can using these cards that have weapons, but you can also discard the cards to do like special platforming tricks, right? Yeah. Um, I am not big on like super twitchy first person shooters. Mm. Like it is not uh it's not a a, a space that I feel like particularly comfortable in. And so when I saw like videos of it, it hit me with like, you know, if you are a CSGO like speed Mm -hmm. freak. Or like a Quake Arena. That's kind of what it looks like in video form. I saw one like rocket jump and I was like, I don't like that's not yeah. That's that just ain't my my thing. But this game is so meticulously designed. Each level is so meticulously designed. Um, I watched the like the first half because I'm about halfway through the game and I didn't want to spoil anything. But the mm. first half of like a, a developer's commentary on a speed run of it, and it really helped me to appreciate the fact that like every like piece of geometry in every level and the placement of every enemy and the placement of every like uh, weapon card is so thought out. Yeah, to maximize like that feeling of fun and discovery and trying to figure out what the fastest way through a level is. Yeah. Um, and Neon White does that so well in so many ways. There's, uh, you know, when you finish a level based on your speed, you can either get like a bronze, silver, or gold medal, and then there are ace medals for if you like really beat ass. And then there's a secret red tier of medals that I've only gotten one of because they are like- uh, <laughs> To ruin the brains of people. They, like are, they, are, they are brutal. But if you get a gold on a level, then it shows you a little hint icon. If you replay that level, that shows you like, here's a shortcut. Here's this way that you can just like cut through the level. And so I will uh, just pretty much every time I will beat a level, get gold on it, and then immediately replay it to try to get that shortcut. And then I will beat it that way. And then I'll look at the friends leaderboard mm-hmm. and see like you guys and Justin and you know some of my other Steam friends and just say, okay, now I have to beat that. And so I've been <laughs> replaying each level like five or six times after I've already beaten it once just to like yeah. climb up that leaderboard. And I have not done that with a game yeah. since like fucking Geometry Wars 2. Like yeah. it has been a minute since I have given a shit about that. But this game just has its hooks in me, and it is so satisfying to shave time yeah. off that even though I don't have, like, great, uh, you know, twitchy aim in games like this. Well, like, I, it does everything it can to help you. Yeah. Because, like, so in normal shooters, you have recoil, right? Like, yeah. you fire and it throws you off. This game, it really is, there's a little dot in the middle of the screen, and you aim, and if you shoot at that, you're going to hit it, and yeah. it's not going to adjust your point of view at all. Yeah. So I there, think it, it it even has some decent auto-aim yeah, as well, right, where, like, yeah. if you get close, it's going to hit. And same with, like, rocket jumps. Like, it it tries to help you yeah. a lot. Um, it's, it is, uh, the, the story is, like, uh, I, I love yeah. the aesthetic of the game. It does have big Paradise Killer vibes. Yeah. Um, the story and writing is not my favorite. It is presented in a sort of visual novel yeah. style. And there's like this mystery of, you know, everybody here is dead essentially in the afterlife. And what was your 
what was going on in your previous life and you need to find the book of death and like all the, all, I I yeah I, I don't care so much about I really it. tried to make it work and now that I'm at the end I uh, it's not bad yeah, it's just like it's I it, wish it uh, would have been Chris and I more. were talking about this before we started recording I don't think it's bad I think it's like it, it, it's it fine. also appeals to my aesthetic sensibilities in sure. a way and I think in any other game I would be you know enjoying taking my time with that but you get in the in the pocket in this game mm-hmm. when you start grinding out like better times for the leaderboards and they present levels in these like you know big clusters that they separate into different missions and so you just like you're in the shit for mm-hmm. like an hour trying to ace all of these levels and then by the end of that like you are so plugged in you are so mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you're so on the wavelength of of speed <laughs> That then coming to a stop to, like, eat ice cream with an anime cat is, like, that's great, and that I, that's yeah. fine, but I really just want to be continuing to, like, yeah. speed running this. I saved all levels. of that stuff for Steam Deck. So okay. I'd play the normal game on PC and then just, like, build up my yeah. visual novel It's stuff. not long. I say visual novel, and that probably, like, conjures yeah. up, like, uh, you know, uh, Virtue's Last Reward, like, you know, 30-hour line. It's, it ain't that. Sure, like, sure, it's, sure. It, what is it, like, eight hours? I don't know. The The interludes are 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 brief. Uh, as brief yeah. as you want them to be, because you can also skip a lot of that shit and yeah. just go right back into the thing. Yeah. Um, what did you play on, Griffin? I'm playing on my my computer. Uh, okay. Which, like... Have you tried it on Steam Deck? I have not, no. Uh, I tried it, and it was a little much for me from a controller standpoint. Cause, okay. Like, really? And I, I played it with a controller on PC, and it was snappier. And then I realized the default um, dead zone on Steam Deck is huge. Oh, wow. And it was, ah. like, really messing with me. That's interesting. So if you have difficulty, it's worth checking into. I never do mouse and keyboard with games, but I am doing mm. it for this one because mm. it felt yeah. like it makes that sense. level of precision is, yeah. is required, which is another thing that like, I thought, this is not going to do it for me. Yeah. Uh, but even that, I feel like I am getting it. Uh, it, is, it, is, it is definitely going to be in the game of the year consideration yes. for me. Yeah. It, is, uh, it's, it has captured me in a way that uh, a, a game like this has maybe never done. And I am, I am just in love with it. Now we just got to get hoops on it. I think, I think hoops would dig it too. I think he would love it. I'm surprised that he hasn't hopped in yet. Yeah. We'll take Um, care of that. So I I would recommend it to anybody. Even if, even if these types of like uh, twitchy shooter games are not your thing, I think this game, uh, like, like y'all said, is, is accessible enough uh, that, that, you know, you can, you can sort of puzzle it out yourself. So yes. Neon white. Uh, Chris Plant, you want to do yours? AI. Somnium Files, the Nirvana <laughs> Initiative. How, okay, how much <laughs> reading is involved in this game? Because the title alone screams visual novel. It's entirely reading. The, yeah. the, well, it's like a detective game where you look around, mostly in first person at like scenes, and poke at things and then read about them. And you uncover a, I don't know, cyberpunk-ish mystery. I don't even know how to sell this. I can't believe how much I love this game so far. I feel like I've become a different person. Oh, boy. I feel like this is the type of game I would have made fun of <laughs> like two <laughs> or three years ago. And and now I'm now I'm here and I'm in love. It, it It's all vibe and it is good. And I don't want to say too much more about it. I want to play more. 
and once I feel like I know what the game is, then I'll talk about it. But what I did want to just mention what is it on Steam? I'm playing on Steam Deck. Yeah. Okay, and you're playing the first one or the second? I'm one? playing the second one. You can very early in the game, they basically ask you a question in the context of the game. It's like, hey, do you know what I'm talking about right now? And I'm like, <laughs> no. And it's like, cool. To be clear, I'm not going to talk about anything from the first game ever again. Oh, so this, oh, is, weird. A se- this is a sequel. Kind of. From what I understand, it, it completely stands alone. Okay. There's just, it will make references to the first one if you let it know that you get what it's talking okay. about. Okay, that's interesting. Um, which, yeah, it seems smart. Um, but yeah, I, I'll, I'll talk about it more once I'm a little bit further, but I wanted to yeah mention it here because I think people who like visual novels should check it out i can say that confidently yeah griffin you liked zero escape right oh for sure oh yeah yeah it's the same writer same team oh is it really yeah it's zero yeah. escape team i think is what the dev studio is called okay is it yeah. spike chunsoft yes. yeah yeah okay yeah, yeah, yeah. cool well yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll definitely check that out yeah 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 yeah. um can i do another one real quick because <laughs> yeah. i forgot uh, i've been playing an ios game they're still making these things called hero emblems 2 uh and it is just a very slick uh mm-hmm. match three rpg oh that sounds nice that's it it's got like a very cool uh almost ghibli-esque art style and uh it's been in development for a while the first game was kind of a hit uh and you know this is a genre i adore and is is i have not played a lot of games that have been that have hit that sort of puzzle quest watermark for me but but this is doing it so yeah mm-hmm. russ what are you playing okay so i'm playing uh teardown on the Steam Deck. It's tremendous. Uh, Teardown, for people that don't remember, is a first-person destruction heist game where you basically have to steal a variety of thing- things, but there's no stealth, really. It's just once you steal the first thing, a timer starts, and you have to escape stealing everything else within uh, the minute that you have. So the most of the game is just setting up each map And because there's full destruction, you can basically knock holes in walls, blow up buildings, anything that's going to make your path to grabbing everything as smooth as possible. It's a game that I really liked when I first played it uh, several years ago. Uh, It was in early access for a while, and now it's in 1.0 and released. And it's the first game that I've sunk, sunk like tremendous amounts of time on Steam Deck. And I think it's actually perfect for Steam Deck just because it's so um, it's very uh kind of thoughtful and a little bit slow and there's a lot of um trial and error yeah and that kind of makes the like pick up and put down nature of the steam deck kind of perfect for it but i think it'll be great on pc or whatever it is if this sort of game appeals to you i'm just like constantly blown away by the physics engine behind this game and and how it allows these like really non-linear solutions to problems uh there was one example of like Okay, so I had to steal a bunch of stuff. One of the things was at the top of this tall, 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 like, antenna tower. And because I only have 60 seconds, the idea of, like, running all the way up the tower and then running down was basically impossible. So I knocked the tower down before the timer even started, which was fine. But the tower was in, like, terrible positioning for where I needed it to. So I found a, like, tractor trailer hooked up a bunch of cables to the tower and then dragged the tower to where I needed it. But the tractor trailer didn't have enough uh, juice for it. So I hooked cables to the front of the tractor trailer to create enough tension such that the whole thing was being pulled and it all worked. Like it all worked exactly (laughs) how you think it would because of physics and genius game design. I'm amazed Um, it works on steam deck. So the, uh, 
generally the performance is quite good. Uh, there are times where you'll like blow something up and things will not get chunky. Like they won't, uh, it won't get framey. It'll just like slow down a lot, which is to- honestly, it doesn't even impact the game. Like it just looks fucking cool that I could see each and every moment of the explosion. Yeah. I'm sure that's not by design. I think it is because the game is kind of processing everything. Uh, but otherwise it runs at a very smooth. Yeah, I, ru- I run it at 40 frames per second just for the uh, battery life. Mm reason but it runs very smooth and and uh i'm loving it i'm like uh almost at the end of the campaign and it's been so satisfying and i really couldn't recommend it enough i'm also playing fall guys mostly on xbox but it's on basically everything at this point i played a little fall I just guys really like, mm. yeah i played a little it. fall guys it's fun henry yeah. henry likes all the characters and so i played it in front of him and came in second fucking place again <laughs> never won that game got in second more times than i can count Maybe if you were Master Chief Fall Guy, if then I was you would a Master win. Chief Fall yeah, guy, Master Chief Fall Guy always wins. Yeah, they just they just added uh, a bunch of Master Chief uh, Halo stuff. It's cool. I just like the fact that you know it's a living game, but they've been very smart about a- having an event. Basically, every single week there's an event going on. So this week was Halo. I think they're doing an Assassin's Creed event next week, and each of those have like new modes or they modify the maps slightly. I know there's a Sonic the Hedgehog event coming up called Bean Hill Zone, wow. uh, which will be very cool. Love that. Um, so, I, I, you know, I really dig it. I know the Mr. Uh, Bean crossover um, yes. in, in that one. Very, it's sort of <laughs> very He has that new movie on Netflix where it's Man versus Bee. I've never heard of this. I have. It's a television show, not a movie. And oh, it's my ten episodes gosh. long, and it's okay, exceptional. God, bad. plant. Um, God and, almighty. Hey, a Mr. Bean Fall Guys event. Wait, just with everybody dressed up as like Mr. Bean, like wobbling around and falling off of shit? Hey. I mean, they're doing a Chapel in Colorado crossover soon. So I think that Mr. It's Bean is. It's only a matter of time. I'm going to call it very before, before the end of the year, they will announce a Mr. Bean wow. Fall Guys. Thing. You think? Definitely. Mm. He's, definitely. I feel like it'll be like limited to the UK. Where people give a shit. Maybe. <laughs> I'll buy, I will buy a UK. I like uh-huh. Mr. Bean. Sure. Uh, uh, the last game I wanted to mention uh-huh. is Clap Hands Golf. Yes, which oh, came out. always fans. It came out on uh, iOS like a year ago or more, somewhere around there. And uh, it was great. It was, it, it was still my favorite golf game on iOS, unquestionably not even close. It's uh-huh. part of Apple Arcade. More than Golf Blitz and Super Stickman Golf and all those? Well, I don't consider Different. Super Stickman Golf oh, okay. like a yeah. golf game. Uh, and Golf Blitz, I don't know. Uh, multiplayer is not really... I don't play a lot of multiplayer games on um, on iOS. Sure, sure. But Clap Hands Golf, the one sticking point, the one thing that was keeping me from really going nuts on it is they decided to do this like uh, tap-to-drag aiming shot system, which they added, I guess, to increase some level of difficulty. But it desperately made me miss the original... Uh, aiming and shot system of uh, Hot Shots Golf, which is just like tap three times. You tap once to like set the target moving, tap another to set the power, and then tap another to set accuracy. Obviously, Mario Golf uses the same thing. Um, And that is like my preferred video game golf input system. And it just wasn't in there. And uh, I think they heard it enough from people that it needed to be added so it is now in the game. You can you can do that in any uh, match. Totally easy. It's weird. You have to select it every time you are about to start a match, which makes me yeah, wonder. You're basically selecting either like motion 
shot or huh. three tap or shot. Tap, which makes me wonder: Are there like different leaderboards for each control? Yeah, maybe. Uh, because I'm definitely doing much better with the triple. Tap yeah, it's easier. Thing than it I is was. easier and more. I mean, for me, I'm just like chilling and not. I don't need to it, be elite in it. It also makes so. putting uh, like backspin and stuff on the ball like possible yeah. and, and yeah. easier. So uh, yeah, it's 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 a game changer, literally. And that sounds uh, great. I've I've also do wish it was in. And this is a silly uh, complaint I recognize, but I do wish that it did have portrait mode. Sure. Um, oh yeah. Just because, like, I don't know. I feel like that triple tap thing makes one-handed play like a lot more so possible easier. and yeah. uh but but you know holding it sideways yeah. a little unwieldy. Uh one thing before we wrap up because it's sitting in front of me. Oh uh, yeah. Griffin, do you want to give an update on what I'm holding right now? Uh I am I am moving. I am moving uh at the end of the month to uh Washington DC and so I've been packing shit up and I was cleaning out the garage yesterday. And for some reason, we had this big box of old, like, outdoor Christmas decorations. But I was like, well, we can get rid of all of this. Uh, and then for some reason, inside that box was the cursed uh, Mario Paint cartridge that I have discussed <gasps> on this show. Wow. That has seen uh-huh. my video carved into the back. I didn't describe just how sort of, like... I think melted into the back is, I think, how, oh, they, maybe. how they did this. Yeah, uh, I think they were, like, heated up something and then kind of, like melted plastic. Can you describe the state of the front of the cartridge? So the, I... <laughs> the front of the cartridge has the, I mean, imagine a normal Mario Paint cartridge. Now imagine black tape making an X over it as if to cross out the idea of Mario Paint, but that black tape has also been kind of like semi-removed. Then there is a <laughs> phone number that was written on the cartridge directly. Yeah. But that is hard to read because it also has been covered with black tape and that black tape has also been kind of removed. And then there are just mysterious things where clearly somebody wrote, I'm assuming very privileged information. Oh, wow. And then wrote over it with black Sharpie. Yeah. Does the number work? I... It's it is not it's not decipherable. It is not fully yeah, okay. You can tell it's a phone number. I would yeah. say that's about it. Is this a tunic puzzle? It. Oh, interesting. Mm. It's a tunic puzzle where if you solve it, you see a really uh, rudimentary animation of, um, I think, Yoshi having diarrhea or something like oh. that. Uh-huh. Um, cool. So, yeah, definitely glad that I pulled that one from the fire. <laughs> I can't stop laughing at C, the letter C, my video, because it, it looks like C, my penis or whatever like like somebody would write it inside of a bathroom stall yeah except like, they melted it into a cartridge it, it's it is uh it's a it's an astonishing thing it's an astonishing uh-huh. relic um, oh god and, and does it work i don't know probably i don't want to try that there's a sticker with the number 83 on uh-huh it too. what's the fuck's that all about anyway yes yeah very glad it's very glad i can say that are we gonna post that on the twitter so people yeah, can see sure. it we can post a photo yeah. of it um that's it thank you so much for listening uh we hope you had a good time we certainly did hey what are we doing uh what are we, what are we doing next week i want to thank the following people for writing reviews and then we'll well talk that's about not it. what i asked is it well, you're jumping way ahead uh kohaku 07x mm-hmm. brego stink lord's friend yeah uh, sure. he has a friend now Zergir Dork, we'll go with that. Okay. And Barreled Blue Jorts. Mm-hmm. Thank you for writing reviews for the Besties on Apple Podcasts. Thank you to everyone else yeah. for writing reviews for the Besties on Apple Podcasts. It means a lot, helps us a lot. 
it's good it's good it's a good thing to do for your old pals here at Bessie's HQ and we are closing in on five thousand reviews on Apple Podcasts. Hot dang. And then we get the platinum yeah. clock. <laughs> we get a super iPhone. <laughs> we get a super iPhone. Hey, what uh what are we doing next week? So it's been over we just passed the sixth month which traditionally is considered to be june mm. uh which means we are <gasps> yeah, one half yeah, of the way we call june the sixth yeah. month yeah uh-huh. i would agree with you there we are one half of the way through the year 2022 which seems like a good time to take a look back at the first half of 2022 mm-hmm. and explore whether we have oh let's say a short list of the very best games of the first half of 2022 and why they are in there Okay. Uh, I have a feeling Neon White will be one of them. For sure. But uh, quite a number of very good games came out in the first half of 2022. So, surprise check in. I suspect, will show up. Will AI Somnium Files make the cut? Crack the cut. We'll see. <laughs> I don't know. I'll tune in next week to find <laughs> out. Uh, until then, uh, this has been the besties because shouldn't the world's best friends pick the world's best games? Steve.